episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. We're hanging out with Dr. Mark Westfall, talking about psychology of politics. We talked about the politician and how crazy they are. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Dr. Westfall loves the technical use of that crazy, term. Crazy. All the time. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we talked about how crazy we are, right. or not, because we took the narcissistic personality index test, inventory test. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. MPI. You can Google. That's it. right. Um, but now let's talk about the personality of the voter. Right. Right. So there's, you know, there's a, a whole other aspect of social psychology and political psychology is. And this is what a lot of the politicians put time and money and energy into is no. figuring out what's going on with the voter and their per- and, and how do you get them to vote your way? What's going on with their personality? How can I bring them to, to the way I'm thinking or how can I attract attention to them? So a lot of time and energy has been put into that. And boy, doesn't that seem like a little bit of the problem within our system? I mean, really in theory, shouldn't it be that guy stands up or lady stands up and says, here's what I believe, please vote for me. And then it should be up to us to say, yeah, this guy or that lady or whoever. Well, but that would be a very rational that would be nice. way to make a decision. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, from the way I make decisions is I go and read, like basically bullet points. There's some pretty good websites that give bullet points of yeah. what this person is for, what they're against, like, right? So you can just issue by issue by issue. And that's how I generally decide. All public appearances do for me is have the ability to turn me off yeah. of a candidate. That's interesting. But yeah. the idea... It's all, you, you're, not, you're hardly going to win me over unless yeah. you're just super nice. Like Kasich was pretty nice. But you can lose me by yeah. being a jerk or creepy. But mm-hmm. I guess what I mean also is just the idea that politicians and their people are like focus grouping and doing all these things and like treating it less like a, a contest of ideas and more like a, just a contest. Right. Just like, I'm going to figure out a way to win this thing. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, and there, there's some reason behind that, potentially in the um, the neurocircuitry of yeah. the brain. So there's two books I'll recommend. Um, one is How We Decide. And this is not a political book. This, yeah. is, how we decide. this is how we make decisions. Uh, Jonathan Lehrer, L-E-H-R-E-R. Um, he's a neuro... Uh, he, he, I'm not sure exactly if he's a scientist himself or he's a writer, great writer, but does a lot of neuroscientific writings. How we decide. How we decide. And he, he's, uh, it's pretty biologically based, but he makes it very accessible in my opinion. Um, Now I'm I'm biased in that because I, you know, obviously I'm very biologically based. So you may read it and say, what the heck is he talking about? But um, really well written and talks about how essential, and he's not the only one that's done this. There's also a, a book called by uh, Drew Weston, W-E-S-T-E-N, called The Political Brain. He is a neuroscientist at Emory, yeah. um, uh, a, a um, political and personality psychologist. He'd be great for the show. Um, but he's written a book called The Political Brain. It's, it's 10 or 15 years old now. Um, and he's, I'll go ahead and say he's, he uh, d- defines himself as democratic-leaning, so it's definitely skewed to that from the political standpoint because his is about politics. But he also talks about the neuroscience behind it. And it's fascinating. He gets into kind of how each party uh, goes after the segment of the population. Yeah. But both of them talk about the way we decide is, is much more based in our emotion than even we realize. 
So we think we make rational decisions right. and go through a checklist. But ultimately, when it comes down to that gut, which button do I push, we go with our gut, so to speak, which is actually our emotions. I feel like you're and, talking directly to me. And so, well, you're an exa- <laughs> a great example. You said, I'll read these things, and I'll see them in person. It can only harm it. What yeah. harms it, because you get this now guttural, this emotional reaction, and you go with which person you feel most comfortable with, and it's a gut reaction. And so that's what the, the parties have figured out. And so that's why you don't see a lot of substance early, because they're going for that emotional reaction. And they know for their constituents, they're the 30% of the population that's staunch Republican and the 30% of the population that's staunch Democrat, they know what to say to get them emotionally charged up. I mean, that's been done over and over again. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. The, the, the battle each time is to try to figure out how to essentially, essentially change the emotion about your competitor. Right. So you throw things out there that can get people in the middle to swing one way or the other based on on how they emotionally feel about on the negativity, and typically it's on negativity. That's what it is. If you know. it's a, yeah, exactly. That's, so yeah. So there's a study that was done. Um, this was back in the 50s. Um, I'm going to go towards how emotion affects our decisions, our rational decisions. So some of you out there are thinking, no, I make rational decisions. It's not emotional. Well, in the 50s, Solomon Ash did a, a study, and he took uh, college students, and there were uh, essentially three lines like drawn on a piece of paper three different links and then there was one line over here to you know next to it that matched one of the three links and he took uh, uh, students and put them in a room with seven other students well only one of them was a test subject the rest of them were told what answer to give long story short the uh, if just left to their own decision making they got the right length about 99 percent of the time it was pretty well, you know, it was close at times, but 99% of the time they could guess, they could not guess, but they could tell which one it was. Mm-hmm. It was a very rational decision. But when they put them in a room with seven people saying something different, they conformed to the wrong answer 32% of the time. Which is remarkable because I've seen video of this before, and it's real clear what the right answer it really is, is when it comes yeah, to Yeah, you can like, see it. You go online, you can see it. There's not, yeah, there's no iffiness. It's real yeah. clear. And man, watching the body language of those test subjects as well, they like start to slump down in their chair. I mean, as by the end of it, it's almost like they've given up on life. It's the more, well, yeah. yeah it, they're, and they asked him, you know, why did you pick what you picked? And some of them said, well, they just really thought they were wrong because other people six other people said so so they must be wrong and then the, the others who said no i knew it was the wrong answer but i didn't want to be ridiculed yeah so there were two different kind of reasons why people gave wrong answers but the point being is that you can be swayed by the people around you now in fairness they've repeated that study um some people say well it was partly a, a sign of the times in the 50s people were much more likely to go along they didn't challenge authority and so they did it again and it wasn't as highly um, oh, interesting. It didn't, yeah. They didn't conform nearly as high. But to me, it's kind of irrelevant. The point is, is that your surroundings affect you. If you think they don't, you're wrong. They affect you. Right. Um, they affect you emotionally. Even if, uh, even if you think you completely think on your own, they can affect you. Now, granted, not everybody conformed, okay, but right. it does move the masses a little bit. 
So that was one interesting experiment. Absolutely, about. yeah. Um, oh, you know what? We're actually what? right at it. Let's take oh, a break. Oh, perfect. Let's take a break, yeah. and I'll yep. collect my thoughts on the next topic. There you go. Sounds good. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com, or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter, at Lockamy Brothers. 